This is the Golden V Podcast. The Golden V Podcast is a Vancouver, Canada-based podcast talking Vancouver sports. We talk about hockey, football, baseball, soccer, and other sports, including the Canucks, Lions, Vancouver Whitecaps, Canadians, and any other relevant sports news in the Vancouver, Canada area. Hey everybody, welcome back. It's episode 5 of the Golden View Podcast. Last week I talked about my visit to the Whitecaps game on Sunday, November 7th, and the Canucks game I went to on Tuesday, November 9th against the Anaheim Ducks. So as things have now transpired uh, for the Canucks over the last couple weeks, uh, we've seen them uh, fall even further than uh, they were against the Ducks. Uh, they played Pittsburgh tonight in Pittsburgh starting at 4 p.m. Vancouver time. And so they're on a five-game road trip now uh, with a 6-11-2 record while the Penguins are 8-6-4. and four. So the Canucks here uh, really have to do something on this road trip. It's uh, some interesting times swirling around the Canucks right now given the fact that they're five games below 500 uh, and you know really struggling in the Pacific Division and in, and in the Western Conference. I had a chance to catch the last couple of games, the one nothing loss to Chicago uh, this past Sunday where uh, Marc-Andre Fleury uh, stood on his head for the Blackhawks now. You know, after all those years he played in Pittsburgh and, you know, the first four years he played uh, in the Vegas Golden Knights or for the Vegas Golden Knights and the kind of goaltending performances he delivered there, uh, especially in the playoff, it looked like vintage Fleury that night. But, uh, you know, I watched the Canucks game last Friday too against the Jets and, you know, they were outplayed in that game and I thought Thatcher Demko held them in there with goaltending. But uh, when you see the Canucks lose games like that one nothing, uh, you look at the positives with 40 shots, but you also look at the fact that they hit five posts and, uh, you know, couldn't seem to finish. And uh, it really wasn't a great showing in a lot of ways, in my impression, uh, by the Canucks because they couldn't score. Uh, it was not something pretty to watch. Uh, you know, when you think about uh, the three-game road trip where they're out, scored 19-6, to and they lost to the likes of Vegas and Colorado seven goals each time. Uh, so we'll see what's going to happen. Um, but one of the things swirling around the Canucks right now is this whole thing about do you change the coach, do you change the general manager, uh, you know. And I just feel like if Travis Green gets canned or he gets fired, depending on how they do on this five-game uh, road trip, uh, it looks like he'll just probably leave and go to another team and he'll come back and he'll coach the against the Canucks and he'll beat us. And good for Travis because, you know, we've seen with this Canucks team where – People didn't like Willie Desjardins, but he was here for three years and he got fired. And then Travis has been here for four years and he's been, if if he gets fired, you know, third coach or two coaches in eight years under Jim Benning's tenure. At the time when Desjardins was fired, I looked at that team and I looked at the tr- talent that, uh, you know, Green has now. And I, you know, I, I can't believe that it was Desjardins' fault at the time when you think about how they had all that success the first season uh, in Desjardins' tenure. You know, they had brought in Ryan Miller at the time on a three-year contract. They had the Sedins. They traded Ryan Kessler for Nick, for Nick Bonino and Lucas Sabiza at the time, and then they got beat by Calgary in the first round of the playoffs in 2015. So that Canucks team at that time in 2015, I think compared to the team now, was a lot older, 
Uh, you had the older uh, Daniel and Henrik Sedin, who really, uh, you know, had a couple years left in their careers, as we saw, but, you know, weren't really significant players like they'd been, you know, say 2007 to 2011. And so with this Canucks team, you know, I see a player like Elias Pedersen struggling. And, you know, when you think about the amount of time he missed last year uh, due to injury uh, and the fact that he's had all that time off, uh, when I watch Pedersen, you know, it's funny. I mentioned earlier the Sedins. I see the Sedins and I see the young Sedins when they first came to the Canucks. When I see Pedersen now, you know, the Sedins had been in the league and at that point, like this point in Pedersen's career, maybe three years, uh, they were not the top line on the Canucks at that time. That was the West Coast Express team uh, or the West Coast Express line with Nasland, Morrison and Bertuzzi. And it's funny to compare them uh, when you see Pedersen now and the Sedins back then and the Sedins under Nasland, you know, how long it took the Sedins and how long it took a player like Nasland to, you know, really fulfill his potential and ascend to be great players in the NHL. And, you know, we know what Pedersen did his first couple of seasons here. Obviously, um, you know, he was a Rookie of the Year winner of the Calder Trophy. Uh, you know, he was drafted by the Canucks. He came in his first year. And, you, you know, I really up until his injury, you know, he was one of the best players on the team. And so I sort of see the Canucks uh, not, or maybe fans not really understanding, you know, how it took the Sedins a few years. People called them the Sedin sisters, et cetera, et cetera. They played on that second line under Mark Crawford with players like Trent Klatt, um, you know, and they couldn't quite figure out the league, even though there was uh, some flashes of brilliance. I see the same thing with, with you know, the current iteration of, of, of Pedersen and on a losing team, I see a guy maybe who lacks confidence, but I certainly don't see a player uh, who people should just throw away just yet, just because of the nature of the start of his time in Vancouver and just sort of, you know, his 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 play and sort of, I wouldn't call it the hype, I would call it his potential. So we'll see what happens there. But the Canucks, as I said, on a five-game road trip starting tonight in Pittsburgh. So we'll see how that plays out. Next up, we have the BC Lions, as we know, uh, finishing off the season last week with a 43-10 win over the Edmonton Eskimos. Uh, I mentioned it last week. Uh, it moves the Lions to 5-9 and nine on the season, finishing the CFL season uh, at 5-9, and nine, obviously, because it's a, um, a, a shortened season, obviously. This is not the full CFL schedule of the regular 18 games. So we see the Lions finishing at 5-9. and nine. Uh, I read something by receiver Brian Burnham who called the season a failure or a disappointment. Uh, finishing that way, the Lions basically... Um, you know, at one point in that season, we're four and two, and they finished five and nine. So it kind of tells you um, where they ended up. And so the positives in that game, though, and there were some po- uh, positives. We had uh, rookie quarterback Nathan uh, York throw for 359 yards, which is awesome. I'm really excited to see uh, what um, is going to happen with Rourke next season, uh, as well as the future of guys like Mike. Uh, Riley um, see who else comes back some some positives uh, looking today online and on Instagram for the BC Lions in terms of uh, CFL outstanding uh, and all-star player uh, offensive and uh, defensive team nominations and so the Lions have a number uh, on that team uh, just looking it up here on the West Division all-stars 
Uh, we had TJ Lee as a West Division All-Star on defense. No surprise there. Uh, Lee is, you know, another Lion with sort of long-term tenure here. Has, again, put it in another great season. On offense for the Lions, it's Brian Burnham and Lucky Whitehead on offense. Uh, and those are the only Lions called. Um, obviously, one of the dominant teams uh, on offense and defense in the West, no surprise, is going to be that Winnipeg team, who incidentally lost again this week uh, to Calgary 13-12, to uh, which is, sets up a little intrigue in my book. Uh, given the fact that the uh, CFL playoffs are starting this week, the Western Conference uh, or the CFL West uh, teams will be the Calgary Stampeders and the Saskatchewan Rough Riders facing off uh, in the in the CFL Western semifinal, and then the West final will see the Blue Bombers against the winner of Calgary and Saskatchewan. So some definite intrigue there for me just because, uh, you know, the fact that Calgary ended their season by beating Winnipeg, uh, you know, by a score of 13-12, to 12, which I thought was pretty funny. They basically edged them by one point. And then moving over to, lastly but not leastly, uh, and definitely a, 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 success, a success in all matter of speaking, uh, when you look at the uh, the Vancouver Whitecaps, I know they lost their opening round playoff game in the West Division to uh, Sporting KC um, by a score of three to one. I watched that game. Whitecaps scored the only goal on a penalty um, after it looked like the KC player. The ball had actually touched his arm while he was interacting with Brian White, and they were both uh, flying through the air. So, like we mentioned last week, after a two and twelve start. Uh, the, the Whitecaps really salvaged their season under Vanny Sartini. Uh, I'm really hoping he comes back next year. I know that the uh, MLS has already announced their uh, home openers uh, for the Eastern and Western uh, conferences, so it's kind of nice to take a look at that. And it's it's definitely on my radar now that the uh, MLS is going to have an, have you know release that part of the schedule, even though the playoffs aren't over yet, and so. I don't know how much I'll actually follow the uh, Western and Eastern playoffs as they continue uh, without the Whitecaps. It's it's sort of hard, but uh, let's just take a quick look here. Uh, the MLS season will kick off on February 26th, uh, 2022. And so we're looking at the Whitecaps. I'm just going to check this game. Uh, looks like it's Columbus will be in Vancouver. And so we'll see how the next few months play out for the Whitecaps uh, with that game already in the already announced and the Whitecaps are already advertising obviously uh, for season ticket uh, packages so we'll see where that goes but all in all uh, a, a big turnaround for the Whitecaps a successful season and you know looking forward to 2022 probably in a lot more optimism uh, than the way we started after the first like I said that 2-12 and 12 record to start 2021 and, uh, you know, the way the things ended for the Whitecaps, even in uh, 2020, uh, first time in a long time, you can probably be excited about a Whitecaps season starting on a positive note uh, with what looks like the right coach in place, uh, a lot of the right players in place, um, you know, with Brian White and Ryan Gold, obviously being the two bright spots, but I have to... Mentioned in the last two games that I watched uh, how good Russell Tybert was. 
Maxime Crepeau in goal. Uh, I just felt like with that game against Kansas City, uh, when I watched it, that they were just really getting outplayed. And, it, you know, I, I, I could tell the difference and the superiority in that uh, KC team on the first goal. Uh, and then KC was up before the end of the first half. So there we go, everyone. That's another edition, the fifth edition of the Golden View podcast. Uh, back next week to break down the Canucks continuing road trip. Uh, look at the CFL playoffs and see what else we can come up with for Vancouver and local sports. Going to have to start maybe diving into some Canadians baseball. This, this is the Golden V Podcast. The Golden V Podcast is a Vancouver, Canada-based podcast talking Vancouver sports. We talk about hockey, football, baseball, soccer, and other sports, including the Canucks, Lions, Vancouver Whitecaps, Canadians, and any other relevant sports news in the Vancouver, Canada area.